بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome you all back to our program I am Nia or Unlocking the Heart This program is focused on supplications from the Quran and Sunnah For it is the month of Ramadan It is the month of Dua and we speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from our hearts with our deepest needs and desires and we praise him because dua is worship and we ask him in the best of ways and among the best of ways to supplicate to Allah are through the words that he teaches us in the glorious Quran yesterday we looked at the duas of parents for their offspring or duas of couples to have children and we saw that this was a frequent application. There's at least three separate occasions where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us du'as for this. And then we also said that there may be parents who want to pray not only to have children, but that the children that they do have, they are guided. And more so, what about our spouses and our marriages? Surely we should pray for our marriages for nikah is one of the most important elements in our lives as believers. It is part of the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa wasallam and it presents us with the platform in which to develop our character and self-development. And those who are the best in iman are those who have the best character. And the ones with the best character or the best of us are those who are best to their spouses. So a very familiar supplication comes from Surah Al-Furqan, that's Surah number 25, verse number 74. And if I read this, you'd immediately recognize this particular supplication. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا Again, رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا And one last time, رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا What does this mean? It means, O oh, our Lord. Now notice here that we, we are not using the phrase Rabbi or Rabbi, but Rabbana. For those who supplicate here, essentially based on the context, is the couple. Hablana, grant us. From the word Wahaba Yahibu, to give a gift. So gift us. Min azwajina, from our spouses. Wadurriyatina, and our offspring. The coolness or the comfort of our eyes. The comfort of eyes. وَجَعَلْنَا And make us. So again, those supplicating would be the couple, the husband and the wife. Make us. لِلْمُتَّقِينَ For the righteous ones. So remember they are praying for their offspring. So the offspring are being described here as the righteous ones and thereby actually asking Allah to make the offspring of the righteous. But it's asking, وَجَعَلْنَا make us لِلْمُتَّقِينَ for the righteous ones, imama, the leaders. So at the same time, 
It's asking to make us leaders in righteousness. It's a very beautiful dua. This application in full translation reads, Our Lord, bless us with pious spouses and offspring who will be the coolness of our eyes and the joy of our hearts and make us models for the righteous ones. This supplication forms part of a longer description of a group that Allah refers to as Ibadur Rahman, the servants of the most merciful. And there's a lengthy passage in Surah Al-Furqan in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the servants of the most merciful. And it certainly is worth your while to go and read these verses and their translation. So that's Surah number 25. The description begins at verse number 63, where Allah says, The true servants of the most compassionate are those who walk on the earth with humility. And when the foolish ones address them improperly, they only respond with, Peace. They are those who spend a good portion of the night prostrating themselves and standing before their Lord. They are those who pray, Our Lord, keep the punishment of hell away from us, for its punishment is indeed unrelenting. It is certainly an evil place to settle and reside. They are those who spend neither wastefully nor stingily, but moderately in between. They are those who do not invoke any other God besides Allah, nor take a human life which was made sacred by Allah, except with legal right to do so. Their punishment will be multiplied on the day of judgment, meaning those who take lives without any justice, and they will remain in it, in the punishment, forever in disgrace. May Allah protect us and save us from the fires of Jahannam. Ameen. As for those who repent and do good deeds, they are the ones whose evil deeds Allah will change into good deeds. For Allah is all-forgiving, most merciful. This is one of the most inspirational verses of the Qur'an to me personally. For it inspires one who perhaps lived an unrighteous life before to turn back to Allah with hope because that entire lifetime of sinning will be changed into good deeds by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for such is his mercy. And then Allah says, And whoever repents and does good has truly turned to Allah properly. There are those, we are still describing the servants of Ar-Rahman. There are those who do not bear false witness and testimony. And when they come across falsehood, they pass it by with dignity. There are those when reminded of the revelation of their Lord, they do not turn a blind eye or a deaf ear to it. There are those who pray, O our Lord, bless us with pious spouses and offspring who will be the coolness of our eyes and the joy of our hearts and make us models for the righteous. وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا كُرَّةَ أَعْيُنٍ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا this supplication teaches us so much. Number one, it teaches us that we should aspire to be the servants of Ar-Rahman and along with the other descriptions that Allah gives us of them, the servants of Ar-Rahman are described as being those who supplicate to Allah. They supplicate about their families to Allah. 
they supplicate regarding their marriage and their children to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We learn from this particular verse that we should seek the coolness of our eyes in our families, our spouses and our children before we seek the coolness of our eyes anywhere else. What is the coolness of our eyes? This is an expression that indicates where one finds the most comfort and tranquility. If you imagine what one does when you get home from work and you just want to get out of your formal work clothes and you want to just relax and let your hair down, that type of expression, that is getting into the coolness of your eyes. For some people, this may be switching on the internet or taking out their smartphone or browsing several series and movies and listening to music. And we pray that Allah grants us more meaningful ways to find tranquility in our lives. For the believers, the servants of Ar-Rahman, seek to find that comfort and tranquility within their spouses and within their children. And this is a beautiful characteristic of the believers. And then furthermore, the dua also presents us with a way of asking Allah to make our children righteous that is unparalleled, subhanAllah. It doesn't just say, and make our children muttaqeen, وَجَعَلْهُمْ مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ It doesn't just say, make our children righteous. It says, وَجَعَلْنَا Make us. So remember, this is the Ibadur Rahman speaking. These are the adults. These are the, the couple, the, the father and the mother speaking and praying to Allah, saying, رَبَّنَا O our Lord, make us. لِلْمُتَّقِينَ For the righteous ones. imama Leaders. So make us leaders in righteousness. Exemplary role models of righteousness. And make our children follow us in righteousness. What a beautiful way to supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It also teaches us that we shouldn't be looking for our coolness of our eyes in other people who are not our spouses. So extramarital affairs or extramarital conversations of a romantic nature, which should only be taking place within a halal marriage, that we should be looking within our marriage for comfort. Because when we look elsewhere, Allah will deprive us of the comfort and the coolness and the love of our halal marriage. When we think elsewhere, when we desire elsewhere, we won't see the beauty and the perfection and the splendor of what is before us in the halal nature of the nikah that Allah had granted us. And this dua teaches us that we should aspire to not only want good for our children, but to ourselves surpass them in goodness so that we can be exemplary role models for them so that they may one day emulate us and surpass us in goodness in turn. May Allah grant us all of that. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.